Welcome travelers to Tales from the Enchanted Forest. It's finally springtime here in Europe, but Sparrow is still dealing with the second winter back in Canada, so I thought today we would have a story to share with her. Specifically, this one comes from the Blackfeet natives of the Plains. The version of the story that I'm going to tell today comes from Cyrus McMillan's Canadian Wonder Tales and Clark Whistler's Mythology of the Blackfeet both of which will be linked in the show notes on our website. So snuggle in, whether it's warm or cold where you are, and let me tell you a tale about the stars. Once long ago, when the Blackfeet natives dwelt on the Canadian prairies, a band of people camped near the mountains for the spring. The countryside was full of wildflowers and new life was beginning to grow everywhere. One hot night, two girls slept outside in the long grass. Restless, the elder sister, Feather Woman, woke up before dawn and saw the morning star. It was beautiful and bright against the cloudless sky. The girl looked up longingly at the sky, and strange fancies danced in her head. She imagined that the star was her lover. After long last, she woke up her sister and declared the morning star was more beautiful than any man and he would be her husband one day. So time went on, and the youth of spring turned to a blazing summer, and finally, a sweet, cool autumn. One day, when the flowers were faded and the grass browned with age, Feather Woman was walking home when a young man blocked her path. She noticed the bright yellow plume in his hair and a shrub in his hand with a massive spider web. He was radiant. Feather Woman was only momentarily mesmerized, and then she tried to sidestep him. He did not let her pass. I am the morning star, he declared. One night, long ago, I saw you sleeping amongst the blooming flowers, and I knew then that I loved you like you loved me. I've come to ask you to live with me in the sky with my father, the sun, and my mother, the moon. He asked her to live with him in the land of the little people, in the land of the ever young. There would never be any troubles or cares in their lives. The girl was over the moon, so to say, but she wanted to bid her parents and her sister goodbye. The morning star refused and said there was no time. He quickly had her step on the spider web and instructed her to close her eyes. When she opened them, she was in the star country. It still looked very much like Earth, but just all that much more different. There were star women gathered all around and the moon mother welcomed her. Feather woman had a happy life in the sky. She learned many wonderful things with her new family and she never had any worries. Besides the homes of the star people, there were the homes of the Spider-Man, who weaved webs that sent the stars to Earth as shooting stars. More time passed, and Feather Woman had a baby boy that she loved dearly. She called him the Star Boy after his father. One day, while out walking with Star Boy, Feather Woman found a tree-sized turnip that drew her to it. But when she asked Moon Mother, the moon warned her not to dig it up because unhappiness was sure to follow. Her curiosity over the turnip grew and grew, and eventually she decided to investigate to see what was underneath. However, try as she might, it was stuck. Two large cranes happened to be flying by and came to her aid. They helped her loosen the roots. Feather Woman did not know about the brutal history that apparently exists between the cranes and the star people, so she welcomed their help. And side note here, I've tried to look up lots of different stories about cranes and stars to see what exactly this brutal history is. It seems that in some versions of the tale, um, Morningstar tells Feather Woman that cranes used to nip and break the spider webs the stars would use to go down to Earth. So 
they would be trapped and then eventually die there. So, um, lots of bad history between them. Obviously, Feather Woman doesn't know this because she hasn't been told anything yet. Working together, they pulled the turnip out and looked through the hole. Feather Woman realized she could see all the way down to Earth and to her people. As she watched, her heart grew heavy with loneliness. She saw her sister and her parents, and she wanted to be down there with them. Crying bitterly, she went back to her husband. At once, Morningstar and the moon knew that she had pulled up the sacred turnip. When the sun came home after his long journey through the sky, he was furious at his beloved daughter-in-law. If she has disobeyed, then she must go back to her people, he stormed. The moon and Morningstar tried to protest because they loved her and Starboy, but the sun recognized that she would be unhappy in the sky now. So Morningstar led his wife and son to the Spider-Man, where he weaved a web to return them to Earth. Morningstar wrapped her in a bright robe and told her they would drop her where her people would see her fall from the sky. He told her that he would continue to talk to her the way they had in the past, while he was in the sky and she was on Earth. From Earth, the Blackfeet saw a bright light descending down. Curious and amazed at the shooting star, they ran to where it had fallen and found Feather Woman and her scarred baby. Her parents recognized her at once and easily welcomed her back. However, even with her people and her baby, she felt unhappy. She would take Starboy to the top of a hill and show him his father. Often she would beg Morningstar to take them back, but he refused because she would not be happy in their lands anymore. After some time, she died and left her son alone. While her family may have welcomed her back, they were very cautious and sometimes afraid of Starboy. They didn't know who his father was, even though Feather Woman claimed it was the Morning Star. It's a little bit hard to believe. But then there was also that scar on his face that hadn't existed before, according to Feather Woman. Were the gods angry with him? Had the sun cursed him? No one wanted to come near him, and they called him Scarboy. Now, when Scarface, or Scarboy, was older, he fell in love with the beautiful girl, who said she would only marry him if he had removed his scar. He went to the medicine woman, who told him that he had to go to his grandfather, the son, in order to get rid of it. The young boy had only been a baby when they were banished from the Starlands, so he didn't remember much, but he'd always been curious because of the stories his mother had told him. So, he packed up his stuff and journeyed through the mountains to the great water in the west the Pacific Ocean. For three days, he prayed and fasted to the sun god, and on the fourth day, a bright trail appeared as if going through the water. It looked as if the Milky Way had come down itself. He ran along the path until he came to the house of the sun and moon, where he waited. When the sun emerged the next day, he was furious to see a man from Earth in his home. He called for his wife and son, the Morning Star. When Morning Star appeared, he looked more like Scarboy's brother than he did his father, but he recognized the youth immediately. They cleansed him with dried sweetgrass and welcomed him lovingly. Starboy told them of his journey and his love on earth. They promised to help him. His grandfather, the son, said that he had given him a scar so that he could look down on his grandchild and still see him while he was across the sky. Starboy had many adventures in the land of stars, and eventually his grandfather took the scar from his face. His grandfather made him the messenger of the star people to the plains people, and promised a festival in his honor every year which would help heal their sick. So Starboy learned the secrets of the sun dance. Starboy returned home to the Blackfeet of the plains, 
running all the way down the Milky Way. He taught his people the sun dance, married the girl he loved, and after a while, the sun and moon let him live in the sky. Starboy was just as radiant and lovely as his father, and the people would look up to see Morning Star and Little Morning Star. And since that time, once a year, the Blackfeet of the Plains hold the sun dance, so that their sick may all be healed, as it was promised to Starboy by the sun god in the olden days. And that is the story of Starboy and the Sundance. Thank you so much, travelers, for joining me on this Fox short or solo episode as I tackle this interesting story. I mean, I've never heard of it before, so it's always interesting for me to share things and also learn the stories myself. That being said, I will be posting lots of links. There are so many good picture books that tell the story of Starboy and the Sundance, and I think that they would make a lovely read during this time. And we all look forward to some sunlight. And remember, my dear travelers, although there might not always be a place for you in the sky or in the house of the sun and moon, there will always be a place for you in the enchanted forest. <laughs>